Welcome to Solo Travel Adventures, my sisters. Don't let fear hold you back from traveling alone. I want you to gather your courage, listen to inspiring stories, and learn how to travel solo while safely navigating new places from this show. I'm Cheryl Esch, solo travel advocate and travel coach, and I want you to have a transformative experience when you travel solo. So pack your bags, book your flight, and check one more time for that passport. It's time to explore the world. Hello, sister travelers. Well, have you started planning your trips for 2024 yet? Well, I know that safety can be something of a concern, and we often have to think about that as solo travelers and being women as well. Um, There are, you know, different approaches to what they consider safe and what you might consider safe, right? So I have um, chosen three ways that you can decide on a place Um, based on these three criterias. It might help you uh, narrow it down to a safe place for you to travel. Uh, But as always, uh, make sure you are doing your research, following up on that. Uh, So if you determine a place and uh, you're not sure, you can do some research and you can also reference I did do an episode number 12, it was uh, almost exactly a year ago, uh, where I did mention 10 countries that are considered safe for female solo travelers. Um, I believe most of that is still, still holds true to today. Um, but, you know, be watching the news, um, be seeing, you know, what's going on out there, because things do change rather quickly. Uh, things can change on a dime. Uh for example, there it was a woman traveler that was on another podcast uh, that was living in Syria, actually, and had done lots of travel in the Middle East. And, you know, when things started happening in Syria last year, I believe it was around April, um, she did get out of the country. So, you know, like I said, things happen quickly. Things could change. So even a place that you're considering, um, just keep tabs on it. Keep doing your research. But you can also reference um, episode 12 to see if any of the places you're considering are on that uh, safe country list that I compiled. Um, Also, safety is a matter of perspective. Uh, So, you know, what I'm saying or what I'm offering, uh, you know, is maybe some people uh, maybe not won't feel safe in certain places, depending on your background, your experience. Um, And you know, what you've been through, uh, but know that, you know, everybody has different levels of what they consider safe and others don't. If you are a seasoned traveler, most likely your idea of what is considered safe is going to have broader boundaries than maybe someone who is brand new, uh, getting out there. And this episode, these three criteria is a great place to start. If you are, you know, new to solo traveling, you are planning your first trip maybe, or you haven't done it in a while. I do see, you know, there's women that are, you know, in their fifties now that maybe they traveled a lot in their twenties and then they had families, things happen, life happens. They had their careers. And now that they're maybe empty nesters or they're single, they have more freedom to travel. Well, I will tell you things have changed quite a bit in those 
30 odd years, right? Since you've probably traveled. So just again, you know, do your research and consider these three criteria and they're pretty simple. Uh, I'm not giving you actual places, but this will help you narrow it down and things that I have found that I feel, I always feel safer when I follow these three points. So um, the first one is go where they speak your native language. Now, I feel more comfortable that way because then there's no barrier of communication. And I've always enjoyed, uh, for example, my trip to Ireland, to London, to Belize, all those places where they actually speak English were very, um, I felt very safe and it was, I felt comfortable, you know, because I wasn't having to deal with this language barrier. Now, if you do speak a second language, then you can go to, you know, you have more choices, right? Um, I think it's important. I'm not saying you don't have to go to a place where they don't speak your native language. Luckily for uh, English speaking people, um, a lot of people, even in foreign countries, do speak English as a second language. Um, So you will more likely be able to you know, find more places um, where you might feel more comfortable, but keep that in mind as you're looking at places. Um, oh, and I've been to Canada and they, of course they speak English there. Um, so these are places that have been enjoyable because I didn't have to worry about that, right? I didn't have that anxiety about, you know, not being able to communicate, especially, you know, you're by yourself and what if your phone dies or you get lost and having to ask for directions in another language is really challenging. And so knowing how, you know, being able to communicate in your own language is very beneficial. All right. Number two, I recommend going on a road trip. Why road trip? Well, I don't know. This is me personally, but I like to have my own vehicle as far as going on a road trip. Um, I'm on a road trip now, basically, but I had to rent a car. And so it's not, it's just different. You know, I can't bring everything that I would want to bring. And, um, but the other caveat of, you know, having your own vehicle and driving, going on a road trip is you can get out of Dodge. You know, you don't feel comfortable or safe in a certain place. You can just take off, right? You have your vehicle, you can take off. Whereas if you're relying on maybe some public transportation, um, again, you have to navigate that, right? Whereas, you know, you got your car and turn on your GPS and just go somewhere, right? For me, it makes me feel more confident in, in my travels because I'm in my own vehicle. I'm feeling comfortable. I'm also able to take things that I might not be able to take when I fly. Um, and going on a road trip, you always have that flexibility as well. So there's a there's definitely a confidence that can be built by going on a road trip. And again, that might mean you go local or you can drive somewhere for three hours. And maybe if you're lucky and you don't live in a huge state like Texas, you know, a three hour drive will get you to another, another state or even another country, depending on where you live. You know, we look at Europe and how small some of those countries are and, you know, they're easily can take either a train ride or a car ride to another country. Whereas in Texas, where I live, it literally takes from end to end and north to south, east to west, it takes 10 hours basically to get across Texas or even north to south Texas. So, um, you know, I can go three hours and still be, you know, not far from where I live. So, you know, take a road trip, 
that's a great way to, um, you know, just get out, feel comfortable, right? Because you're in a comfortable setting in your own vehicle and having the ability to just leave when you, when you feel like it. Um, number three, I recommend go where it is more populated. So these are going to be places where there's, you know, higher population. I don't recommend, especially as a first time solo traveler and you're trying to build this confidence that you go to some remote place in, in Thailand, right? Uh, you want to be probably in the cities where there's more access um, to transportation, more access to other people, and maybe even running into people that would speak your own language possibly. So these are three potential ways to help you determine where to go um, based on this criteria. And these, for me, uh, help me feel safe. It eliminates any kind of anxiety um, that might come with traveling solo and going into the unknown. So if you're one, going someplace where they speak your language, two, maybe go on a road trip with your own vehicle, uh, or three, go where it is more populated. So these are um, ideas that you can use to help you figure out where to go on your next solo adventure, ladies. So I want to also put out there that if you are not part of my Facebook group um, and you're interested in joining me on Saturday, January 20th at 9 a.m., I'm going to do just a a short live uh, video. I'll I'll call it a mini type type of workshop where I'm actually going to walk you through just two things that I do to get started to determine where to go, okay, outside of these criterias, I want to offer you some guidance on, you know, if you're stuck on deciding where to go on your destination this coming year, that this little tiny, you know, get together that we're going to do live is available to you to help guide you through that, that start of that process. So I hope you will join me and it will be January 20th at 9am Central Standard Time here in the US, but that's 10 Eastern or 7 a.m. Pacific. And then if you're any other time zone, um, you can figure that out. So, uh, but it'll be live. Uh, No, you just kind of join the Facebook group. I'll be going live at that time and hopefully you can join me. All right, I hope to see you there. Hey, sister travelers. Did this podcast inspire and encourage you? or move you to get out there and travel? Wonderful. There are three ways you can thank me. First one is leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. Two, share the show with your sister travelers, your friends, your family. And three, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And thank you again for listening to the show. Sisters, be fearless, take the leap, and get out there have an adventure.